And welcome in to the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining me this evening as uh, we've got a jam-packed show for you. I don't know what happened to my opener there. It should be playing, but it's not. So that's my fault. We're already off to a roaring start, Jackpot. Yay! Welcome to the roaring show. start. Yeah, well, my, my podcast partner is in the upstate of South Carolina. He's the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, gang? It's good to have you here with me this evening, sir. It's good to be here. It's great <laughs> to be here. Excuse me. Uh, I have to ask because Lisa brings it up. Kale looks sexy rolling in mud. Sir, I have not watched the video on this yet, but I there is like a, a clip there where apparently it looked like you got into the mud, Kale. Yeah, well, uh, let's clarify. I mean, I look sexy no matter what I'm doing. I can be painting the house, pressure washing, sleeping, doing my everyday job, or rolling in the mud. But, yeah, I um, <clears throat> went to go get in the lake today, and we've had some rain up here in the upstate. And unbeknownst to me, the sandbar that I usually step off of and get into the water uh, had turned into a mud bar. A mud bar. Yeah, so I kind of sunk into that and uh, fell forward. So wait a minute. So who's filming this? Is this Miss Jackpot? Or is this? Yeah, Jack she was just filming me jumping into the water. It was kind of like a you know like a home movies type thing. Oh, okay. Like we used to do. Yeah, she was just filming me getting in the water, getting in the lake for the first time this year. I hadn't been to the lake this year. Uh, been to the beach. Hadn't been to the lake and. Um, you know, we're just putting that in our, you know, our video photo album, I guess. And uh, there was a bit of a snafu with uh, me. Well, so Jack, go to the Carolina Jackpot channel, of course, if you're watching there. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, at my Twitter handle, that Rob sounds good. Subscribe to the damn channel, please. The Carolina Jackpot YouTube channel. Please do that and uh, go and find Jackpot. Basically, they're calling it Captain Trips is calling it mud butt. Is that is that basically the gist of it, sir? Um, yes. Did you have to have someone pull you out? Was there did you have to get like uh you know like some toe straps and someone pull you out, or were you able to muscle it up and get out of there? No, I was able to get out of my own. I'm I'm asking as a journalist, sir, because I want to make sure that I cover this correctly, and I do not want to piss on the good the good name of Carolina Jackpot that he couldn't get out of the mud by himself. I just want to make sure everybody knows what happened. No, no, no. I was uh, I was able to get out of there on my own unscathed. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> Lisa says <laughs> this 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 is she says she listened to the theme show for the Robin Kale show which is uh good old Marvin C South Carolina's own candy liquor while she was watching Jackpot <laughs> in the mud. Lisa, I, I got nothing for you, dear. Uh, Jackpot. That's very, um, that's very that's, interesting. That's very interesting. That's very I don't interesting. want to end on that. Look, we, we get to the folks quickly here. The link is in the description. I've also put it in the chat room. Uh, Rob has an SEC bias. is already here. Um, I'm a, uh, Josh over in the comment section has already said something about finding a whale in the lake and now having to call a crane to pick you up. Um, that's very disrespectful. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you in timeout and mute you for a few minutes, let you uh, sit over in the corner and think about what you're uh, 
going to say next because uh, we're, we're not going to tolerate that over here on the show. Yeah, yeah. The only people, people love to talk dudes on the phone. The That's only people that we bash here are the uh, are the Tennessee folks who've been saying stupid shit today. I sent it to Jackpot this morning, and the response was clowns. It's pretty much what it boils down to. But look, before we even thank our sponsor, Rob has an SEC bias is already here. What do you got for the show, yeah. sir? I had to get in early before we heard that absolute just pile of nonsense that y'all force Kale to read every day. Uh, Kale, Kale, Kale is a. Uh, Kale's a, we got to give Kale credit for being a good sport with that. Yeah, you yeah. weren't. You damn sure weren't. You took what the piss straight that? out of mine. Uh, but you, but uh, in fairness, I, when Peg and Megan uh, paid a full show sponsorship for it, I read his with gusto. Well, didn't y'all drop it down to ten dollars anyways, which is what I paid? I don't remember. I think so for the for the charity. I don't remember. Well, regardless, uh, 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 um, uh, SEC bias. He's talking yeah. in circles. Yeah, and he knows, he's, and he, I know. Yeah, he, he he's from Clemson, so he's talking in crop circles. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, or trailer park so, or dick dick pick circles. Yeah. Um, but none of the, no, we're gonna have fun with that. Um, Lord. <laughs> hey, we know who he was sending them to. Maybe uh maybe an estranged brother we all know and love. Oh yeah, you absolutely. Can we got those things in his inbox in five minutes? His fist was full of goo. (laughs) Um, can we can we we be factual here for a minute? What what exactly do we know that is crystal clear, set in rock? A linebacker for Clemson that was a four-star prospect was kicked out of the program. Is no longer there. There's allegations online that apparently. He was taking pictures of other dudes' junk in the locker room, which is just ridiculous. And sending them out without um, <laughs> without permission. Yeah. I mean, that's just weird at the end of the day. It's just freaking who, weird. Who, is, who are you sending them to, number right? one? Well, who wants that? Well, like, you know what? You know what my wife said when I said that to her? The first thing that she said was, it would be weird if he had like an OnlyFans page. That's where he was. Oh, it. that would be weird. Oh God. Maybe, maybe he's like taking pictures of like giant junk in the locker room, putting that out on the OnlyFans page and saying, "Hey, this is my junk." Maybe, maybe I don't know what he's doing. Well, you know, Rob, I, know I would believe no that, but program. I would believe that, but I think New Spring is taking good care of him. He probably doesn't need that cash flow from OnlyFans. Well, and only you, only a Gamecock fan on a Sunday, <laughs> we're supposed to be worshiping Jesus, wants to bash a church that gives money to South Carolina and Clemson. When, when hey. Gamecock fans say that, I laugh hysterically. You think that a church is giving money to a school? Well, not anymore. I got athletic programs. That is the most, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. That would be like me saying, that would be like me saying, Carolina Jackpot wants to have, I don't know, Joe Morrison come back from the dead. We're going to dig him up and we're going to make him cut freaking Utz potato chips ads uh, like he's that weekend at Bernie's. That's how far-fetched the new spring stuff is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Something better. Bringing him back uh, to cruise up in that limousine, yeah, in Charleston. It's got to be a Jennings limousine, 
And he Jennings comes out with see. a bag of Utz French onion uh, wavy potato chips. Uh, it gotta be freaking Utz. Gotta be Utz, and it's gotta be a Jennings limousine. Uh, well, you know what? If, if we're gonna dig him up and we're gonna have weekend at Bernie's, weekend at Jackpots, we might as well get this guy and have him have him sporting a, uh, the front will be the uh, Utz potato chips, and then uh, on his back we'll have a Robin Kale Show logo. Why not? Well, I got I had two things to call in. I was actually driving through that absolute just dump and cesspool. Well, and you, uh, you know, right spend more time in Clemson than most Clemson fans do because you guys want to be Clemson fans. No one wants to be a South no. Carolina fan. No one gets up in the morning and claps their hands and says, you know what? I want to be, I want to represent a university that has just a century of failure in football. Hey. Just air above 500. That's what I want to do. What the hell is that? What's it look like? I can't see that thing. What is that? What is it? What is that, Jack? The Clemson ring. And I'm still a Gamecock fan. So don't even talk to me about nobody wants to be. You went to Clemson, graduated from Clemson, and the education was good enough for you there. But no, I'm not going to be. I have to be a South Carolina fan. Did you get hit in the head with something? What is wrong with you, sir? I'm loyal to the soil. But let me get back into what I was saying. Let me get back into what I was saying. Let me get back into what I was saying. Okay. Erected right into the entrance is a new South Carolina billboard that you can see right when you drive in to the college. It's actually kind of funny. Number one freshman experience in the nation. I think it reads. I don't I don't know. I just saw it and thought it was funny. But the other thing I wanted to get into is Shane Beamer killed SEC Media Day. You know, Lisa, did I ask for your opinion? How about you call in? Put Lisa in next. No. And let uh, her no, say no, we didn't. Put Lisa, put Lisa in next to me and let her say it to my face. Why are so many rude why, people over here tonight? Why, What's sorry. wrong? Why is it that you want to argue with a lady that is a grandma? You want to argue with a grandma? she's being disrespectful. No, no. She's a grandma. She's had time on this planet that she can tell you, hey, uh, I think you're delusional. We respect our elders here, sir. Well, you know what? Yeah. That's that. So in this whole call, you've disrespected Jesus. You've disrespected the university up at Clemson. And now you're disrespecting old people. You're just all over the place, sir. When did I disrespect Jesus? When you were talking about the church and everything else. Church is the house of God, right? Well, especially. It is. But that's what I was saying before Lisa so rudely interrupted me. Lisa, get get on your rotary phone and call up then, all right? Be nice to grandma, sir. Not nice. All right, go ahead. Listen, let me finish my thought. Damn it. All right, Shane Beamer, talk about an SEC media day. I, you know, I thought he killed it. I thought he went up with class, answered some tough questions. There's a lot more Oklahoma questions than I was kind of expecting. And, you know, Rattler didn't really get any Oklahoma questions, which is really surprising. But, um, you know, I just thought everyone they brought, you know, had just had really solid interviews. I'm excited for the season. Uh, do y'all have any thoughts on what y'all saw? Um, well, I mean, did you happen to see? Did you happen to catch? Uh, well, it, it was on <clears throat> it was on Twitter where I saw it. Um, Spencer Rattler getting interviewed by one of the uh, 
SEC, that SEC podcast, podcasters. Yeah. Did you happen to see that? Oh, uh, repeat that. Sorry. Well, one of the, the SEC, uh, one, these guys, uh, his name is Mike. Uh, they do uh, an SEC podcast and uh, they rank the quarterbacks. That's uh, their yeah, quarterbacks. And uh, they put him at number nine. And um, they interviewed him and he, he asked him, he's like, well, I, I, I guess, uh, uh, you know, you know, we got to talk about, you know, why I put you ninth, you know, I, I guess I kind of disrespected you. And, um, yeah, I just wonder if you saw that. That was, uh, I did see that. Uh, I, you know, I actually like how he answered. I don't know if you caught the answer. He didn't really, you know, he, he, he kind of put the, he, he kind of made it seem shit. like it was disrespecting the entire right. quarterback room. But yeah. he didn't give him shit. He basically just said, whatever. Yeah. He handled it the way that he should have handled it. Yeah. Basically, screw you. I'm the University of South Carolina quarterback. You're sitting here asking me questions and rating me. You couldn't throw a football from here to the door. Yeah. But he was polite yeah. about it. Well, so, and, so- and, you know, I think that just shows, you know, like the level of maturity he's going into this senior season with. It, it's definitely yeah. a lot higher than I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed with the what way he was dressed, the way he talked. I mean, I'm like, damn, I mean, this guy could be president one day, you know? Yeah, he's really well-spoken, you know, and he answered – you know, even when you can tell he's, like, shutting off a question, he does it, like – and just, like, you know, the most humble way possible. I saw that a couple times at SEC Media Day where he got asked just, like, a asinine question, and he basically, like, in a roundabout way said, go fuck yourself. Yeah, he's very polished. We'll give him that. And yeah, he got to do like speaker training or something, media training. I can't. I got to remember. I don't think he made SEC as one of the top picks for the SEC, which was uh, he didn't make the All SEC team, which was ridiculous when you think about it. Um, well, and I think our entire quarterback room is just being slipped on entirely. I mean, you look at how it stacks up. It's better than I'd say. 80% of the schools in the around the nation just with we got so, like what five four stars in our quarterback is, is Jaden Daniels second team quarterback is KJ Jefferson and your third team quarterback is Joe Milton from Tennessee didn't KJ now, Jefferson get injured like halfway through the fucking season <clears throat> well yeah you, how the hell you is make he first I mean Milton hasn't even been the starter you know what I'm saying so it's like what what, what are you doing you know, so they're going to put the guy at third team, which means that there was a high contingent of, of Tennessee uh, media that was there that was voting to get him into the mix. But if you watched football last year, he finished third in the conference in yards, and he's the reason South Carolina won their last two games of the season and had a shot to beat Notre Dame. Well, it, he finished third in yards, not to mention he was. I think under Satterfield, we were what like the we had the most passes at or behind the line of scrimmage of any school in the country. Yeah, so for him to be able to do that, I mean, he's kind of working in the face of the playbook. I think did it you, really did you catch where Rattler pretty much came out and said that Marcus Satterfield wasn't calling plays after the Florida game. No, I didn't see that. Where was that at? Well, he kind of came out and said it that the the the, the scheme was changed. It, Josh paid outline that I, I I didn't actually see that part when he said that, but um, you know I wouldn't believe it. I, I think anybody uh, and Rob, I think you'll you can attest to this. Anybody who's watched K 
Carolina football throughout the season, there's a noticeable change in just the offensive play calling as a whole. Well, see, that's why uh, BBD's over there says, if you watched football last year, you would have noticed Joe Milton beating Clemson. Sir, we've been over this. We've been over this. Okay? Rob, bowl games don't count standards. They don't matter. In reality, they really don't matter. You don't have your full team that's there for anybody, unless it's the college football playoff. Now, I know that Carson, I if the Gamecocks had beat Notre Dame, it would have been a big bowl win. Yeah, I agree. Well, because you're winning over a blue blood program like Notre well, Dame. You would have won over a blue blood program, too, if y'all had won. Who? Who? No, blue they just lost that status. in conference within five years. They're not a blue blood program. They haven't done shit. Well, it's not about what you've done recently. It's not what you've done for me lately. They're they're, oh, they're, they're really good, really really good. Well, un- under that logic, then we'll just we'll just talk about how Penn's great because they have national titles and all that. Who do that? Penn. Penn has more national titles. Well, not be okay, Uncle Lou. I'm just saying. That's what well, Uncle Lou see. does. Said so Harvard won a national championship in 1904, sir. No, I just, I just, I'm, I look. I, I'm defending your quarterback, and you, you're coming at me with this. Rattlers are coming at you with anything, but bowl games do matter. Bowl, bowl games matter to people that want to go and watch their team play a game that doesn't matter. If they matter to you, that's uh, great. Uh, they matter for young I mean, players. Hey, get if we're being real, getting another fourteen oh, practices. If we're being real, there were a lot of Clemson fans at that bowl game who, too. Who won the Orange Bowl five years ago? No one knows. The you what? don't know. Who won the Orange Bowl five years ago? Florida. No, no. Shut up. They Hell did. Why? They beat Michigan. In the Orange Bowl? You don't. Yes, they did. Boom. Don't the, test this man. ACC game, sir. The Orange Bowl is an ACC champion, so nice try. Okay. Uh, that was the Peach Bowl. My bad. Yeah. Well, you don't know the difference between an orange and a peach. You're going to argue with me about bowls? Why is it that I defend your they quarterback? Did, they did beat Michigan in the bowl game. It just wasn't that one. Look. Well, you I, go fuck we've yourself. Had, we've had, yeah, we've, we've had this debate before. Rob, listen. BBD is exactly right. They matter when you win them. Yeah. Right. Well, well, you know, uh, bowl games definitely matter less than they used to. I mean, I think back just in 2007, you know, the Birmingham Bowl. I feel like, you know, then it was still a pretty big deal to be able to just go to a bowl game. And then somewhere around, I, don't know, I guess, 2014, it all changed. I think it was Can the we, playoffs. Let's let's read Chris's comment here. Spencer Rattler led the conference in picks, but Rob's mad about what? Let's see here. Oh, what, what's Rob mad about? Rob's mad people aren't meat riding him. First of all, I don't care if Spencer Rattler wins a game or not, but the quarterback that you have was watching on the bench. He wasn't even in the freaking field last year. You, you had to go and pick up a guy off of Virginia Tech's woodpile, and he was better than Milton is. Exactly. Vic Tubes says Florida beat Virginia in that Orange Bowl. That's right. I remember that, Virginia. Another ACC team. Yeah. The, the um, reality is, though, is that what it comes down to is the Tennessee people are going to be over here and they're going to tell you Joe Milton is the second coming of Christ. They sound like Georgia fans a couple of years ago that were all up on JT Daniels and wanted JT Daniels to play. That they, they almost sound like that. And in the end, I think it's going to be funny if Rattler goes out there and has a better season 
than uh, than of course Milton does. Yeah, when I, when Joe Milton was up on that podium at first when he's there, I was like, I looked at him, I said, what the hell has he got on his head? It looked like a couple of dead corn shucks or something up on the top of his head. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, he's dyed his dreadlocks blonde, and he's put them up in a man bun. Captain trips off the top rope. Tennessee needs a gimmick defense. Good point, sir. Good point. Do we really think fucking Joe Milton anywhere outside of Tennessee is going to put up good numbers if we're honest with with ourselves? Like, if he were great, if he were great as everybody says he is, he would have never left Michigan. Yeah, well, he like, never would have got. Well, he shred, he shredded place. Vanderbilt last year. He, he would have never left Michigan if he was the best, was the best quarterback ever, right? Yeah, well, that and he wouldn't have gotten benched. Yeah, yeah there's that too. But now, uh, can't use that because then they'll say, "Well, Rattler wouldn't have got benched well, in Oklahoma." <laughs> well, there's a difference because it's Caleb fucking Williams versus Hendon Hooker. Yeah, you know. Well. Um, R with a good comment over in the comment section. He says the West Virginia and Clemson bowl game was so meaningless that Dabo fired his defensive coordinator. Yeah, I remember that orange bowl, Rob. What about you? I love that. That, that was, was great. Look, and that bowl game mattered. I'm talking about pre college football playoff. The only thing matters is the college football playoffs. Hey, when do, they, when do they start those home playoff games? Is that this year or next year? Oh, no. Listen to Rob shift the narrative to fit the argument for himself. Well, you know. Same thing that I've said forever, Jackpot. You have, maybe I, maybe no, just, you just now you're listening. Have him hauled that bowls don't matter. They don't. If you're not in the playoffs. You, you, you haven't him hauled that bowls no longer matter. Rob, anymore. ask yourself this. If you're being completely honest, had Clemson won that game, would you – I have talked shit to the Tennessee fans. No, because I I think if Jackpot remembers, I sent him a message and said, I don't think we're going to win this game, but if we do, I'm not going to acknowledge those two. Can you fields. can you confirm, Kale? What's do remember, up? Do you remember? I think I told you like right before the game started, I don't think we're going to win because we have a bunch of our guys that are out. But if we do win, I'm not going to acknowledge those hillbillies. I think I sent you a text with that. Uh, I I don't remember. I'm I'm not gonna say you did or didn't. Well, that that's how I feel right. about. The- I'll give you the benefit uh, of the doubt, Rob. And, you know, and, and once again, if you don't believe me, I don't care. But I do but, think, in like an angry Billy Cole or Chris from Georgia call, I think you would have slipped it in at one point. Uh, no, when I don't. Tensions were high. No, I don't care. I don't I, look. I I don't care about. When you've been to the college football playoffs as many times as Clemson has, and the only team that's been more is Alabama, when you don't go, then the games don't matter to you. Well, listen, the teams, the majority of the teams you're playing, you know, South Carolina has more ACC titles than than them, and we haven't been in the conference since like the 70s. Well, Tulane has more SEC titles than you do, too, and they don't play there either. Do you want to go down that road? I'm just saying. Come on, man. Come up with something better. I think it's Dude, pretty why fair. Why are you making fun of Tulane? They yeah, won. Tulane had a good year they last year. They won their New Year's Six game. You didn't. Hmm? Yeah, Tulane had oh. a good year last year. The Green Wave. Yeah, they won their. Didn't New they get? Year's didn't they get heavily uh, sanctioned at some point? Uh, Rob's team didn't win their New Year's Six. Game. I, don't, I don't know about the sanctions. Sir. I think they had like some kind of sanction that ruined their program, kind of like an SMU treatment. Who did? Be wrong on that. Who? Tulane. That was a basketball know. program. Oh, it was basketball. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Point shaving. 
They didn't have a team for like five years. Mm-hmm. They were in the old Metro Conference, and they were uh, their players were taking a dive, man. Were they betting? <laughs> they weren't betting. Uh, bu- the the bookies or whatever, I guess, were were paying them to either take dives or, or lose by you know yeah whatever or <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I'm sure I'm I'm excited for this year, but I think next year is going to be kind of the standout year. I think Dontavious Braswell is going to be a key contributor to that, which nobody even mentions his name. I think, about John, I think, John, I think uh, Braswell is going to be this year's Quinshawn Junkins. Yeah, I mean, he's he looks really good. He's got blazing speed. Uh, Nicholas Harper will have a, you know, a little time to develop, but I think just, you know, the Lenore Sellers-Braswell combo is going to open up the playbook a lot more than we can with Rattler, obviously. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Lenore Sellers might figure into the uh, into the game plan a little bit too. Well, and you know, I know it was a spring game, but man, he looked freaking good. Yeah, if you watch it, Kale, but Lenore was slinging that thing. He was. I, I, the the most impressive thing that I saw him do was was it was not uh, you know, a throw or anything. What well was the, the play where uh, in business management, Tim HR fumbled the ball. He fumbled the snap, and well, it it, it bounced off the turf, and he one handed yeah. that ball off the turf, and then he threw a sidearm pass to the, the grain. He damn near completed it. Was it that was the one to the sideline where he had like the toe tap catch? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, I think he's going to be special. Um, I'm surprised really nobody apart from Syracuse was recruiting him. I mean, it, I don't know how players like that really fly under the radar whenever you can see in the spring game he immediately has what it takes to, you know, play power. Well, from what I understand, he wasn't even the starter on his high school team last year when the season started. Oh, really? He's a late bloomer. There you go. Yeah. Uh, everybody first- wants to know what lake I was at. I was at Lake Hartwell. Uh, on the north or on the South Carolina Georgia border, I was actually in Georgia at a state park. Which one? Tugaloo State Park. I think I drove by that. Is that over there by Columbia, Georgia? It's near Livonia, Georgia. Uh, I had to go through Columbia, Georgia, not too long ago. I didn't even realize that was a place, but they had like a beautiful is, park out on the lake. There's yeah. a there's a town in uh, Georgia in between. Elberton and Hartwell called Bowman, Georgia. And when you go, there's a sign. Um, when you go, when you come into Bowman, Georgia, it says, Welcome to Bowman, Georgia. It says, Home of Miko Hardman Jr. Uh, whatever round draft pick of whoever, fuck, uh, former Georgia Bulldog. I mean, there's got to be something better to put up a freaking sign on than him. I know. They're all on their nuts up that way anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was in the uh, – I went, I went to Sam's in Anderson today. Yeah. Um, we need – yeah, because we're on the way home. When you, and I didn't want to stop at the one up here in Greenville on Woodruff Road. If you know anything about Woodruff oh, Road. Oh, I know. I, yeah. You, believe me. You, you need to avoid it uh, at all costs. So I went to one in Anderson. We needed some toilet paper and some fruit. And uh, I looked, they had Clemson gear. Obviously, they're going to have Clemson gear. But other than that, they had Georgia gear. 
down the other side, and uh, there was no Gamecock gear in that place. None. Well, you I told the- her, I said, leave the cart. We're leaving. <laughs> You're, yeah, that's a smart move. That, that's territory you don't want to be in. Clemson and Georgia, uh, there's probably uh, more people than teeth in that store, if we're being honest. Um, well, thank you for joining us, sir. We're going to move yeah. on. Thank Y'all you. take it easy. Jerry, thank you, sir. Jerry Wells said Elberton, well, they blew up the gut. Did they blow them up? I thought they just da- did something to damage them. Do you know what those are, Rob? What are you talking about? The Guidestones in Elberton, Georgia? No. Okay. Know. Well, someone are- – well, the- Elberton, Georgia is the, I'll say, is the granite capital of the world. Um, and uh, the, the, there are some some – Big stones down there on the on the edge of town. They're just like out on the edge of a field, and they're just these pillars, and they're probably like thirty or forty feet high. And then they have a, a top to them, and they're just held up there by gravity. And they have like some like like Hebrew, or I think it's Hebrew, just chiseled into them it's it's really weird um but but apparently someone uh damaged them and, and they're real controversial too uh okay well hey let's head back out i want to we got to talk about our sponsors in a moment but bluegrass sports media joins us now let's i mean what do you got for the show buddy how's it going guys <laughs> question Kel. who was calling the plays then if it wasn't uh what's his name uh the guy from nebraska now i don't know i don't know. Uh, i mean there's rumors it may have been coach step it may or, have been coach it step was, it may have been freddie kitchens um so why the coordinator why'd you go why'd you go hire this fred sanford or not fred sanford fred finstone looking motherfucker Fred Flintstone looking motherfucker. I will not have you. you. I will not sit here and let you let you besper- well, I'll let you bash the good damn. His name man. is Rudy Bob, first of all. Yeah. And Rudy Bob does not look like Fred Flintstone, sir. I apologize. Well, all I know is Shane Beamer wants to know if Gene did his research or not. What are you talking about? What the hell is he talking about? I, I, what do you what do you talk bluegrass? What are you talking about, sir? You don't remember the are press you, conference? Did you do your research, Gene? You did. Oh you yeah. Know. You sound real salty today. Um, you got some kind of problem? Yeah. What What is your problem today, sir? Just my my problem is this. It's just that you hire a new you. Yeah, I wasn't calling the plays, but you hire a new office coordinator that wasn't calling the coordinators in the history of the NFL, and you somehow think your season is going to be better. Who said the season's going to be better? What Who you said that? About? Has anybody on this program said anything about South Carolina's season being better? Because, look, if South Carolina has a season this year where they beat Tennessee and Clemson and they're able to go through the rest of their SEC schedule and have the same record, Gamecock fans will be happier than a than a, a slopped pig, man. If I told you, Jackpot, you're going to beat Clemson and Tennessee this year, be like what that that's a hell of a season 
So I, I don't. I mean, what what do you what do you what are you trying to bring to the show, man? I'm not following here. I just don't get how how Jack Clark so Rattler and thinks he's one of the best returning quarterbacks in the SEC. Did you see what he did the last three games of the season? I mean, okay, I know we've heard this argument a million times, but did you see what he did the first nine? What the, what did he do the first nine? He played okay. He had six games. All right, Georgia State uh, didn't play great. South Carolina State one fifty to ten played pretty great. Uh, Kentucky game played pretty dang good. Texas A&M game we won played pretty dang good. Charlotte he played pretty dang good. I mean you want everybody wants to say well hey, the first ten game he did it. well you know I mean he he played pretty good in six of those. Yeah, but they won. In the first nine games, he's about a five in QBR. So I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that is, but they won the games. Um, they changed the scheme, and he was a different quarterback. Oh my! The God. offensive coordinator obviously didn't know what the hell to do with him, and it shows. Why? Why the hell am I defending your quarterback, Jackpot? We're a month out from the season. I don't know. I like it though. We'll take all of it we can. Jesus. Ridiculous. How, and how is how in your mind is Leary not ahead of him? Because Leary's dealing with having a did torn. Did you see Leary play against uh, East Carolina last year? Hey, did you see Leary throw thirty-five touchdowns and like three picks the year before? No, because nobody he, watches their damn games. He Every has game. a torn pack, sir. No one knows how you're going to bounce back from a torn pack. Holy shit! Well, I mean, God. He has you also, uh, you know, we, 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 we bitch and we besmirch the ACC schedule a little bit on here. You also have to take into account the competition he played against Bluegrass. That's saying not to, not to shit on Clemson, but I mean, look at the rest of the conference. So, but, he wasn't so, but, exactly playing a murderer's row. But to be fair, against Clemson, he played one of his best games, and that's one of the best teams in the country. Not in 2021, it wasn't. That's fair. But not, not at that point. They had just come off. They almost lost to Georgia Tech the week before. Georgia Tech. They almost lost to them. He threw the ball 47 times against Clemson. Uh, I'm trying to give you the exact number here. I'm looking it up here. But they lost. They put 20 points on the board. He threw the ball 28 times for 245. No, he, I think he threw the ball 47 times, completed 28 of them for 245 yards and threw a pick. Was that in 2021? That's, that's last season against Clemson. Uh, he blew donkey nuts last year. He made oh, me mad. Look, let's look at look, Florida State. Last season, 10 of 21, 130 yards, one touchdown, one pick. That's great. I mean, hey, that's that's the greatest thing ever. Uh, let's, let's, look at, let's look at Texas Tech, 15 for 23, 121 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He only threw for 100 and something yards against who? Texas Tech. Against Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, East Carolina, 17 for 33, 211 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. He barely completed 50% of his passes. Oh Rob, by the way, I um something popped up on my feed, one of the shorts. 
Um, and it, it just said East Carolina's defense, and it, I, I just clicked on it, and it was last year's East Carolina yeah. NC State game, um, and it was a goal line stand by East Carolina, and they stood up that number zero for NC State, that little twerp that uh, went to Kentucky that's going to play running back, the one with a name that nobody can pronounce. Well, They drove him back like 10 yards and dumped this fool on his ass. ECU. That's another another thing. By the Pirates. That's another thing, Jackpot. How does it feel that our backup running back wouldn't even pick your school? I mean, what do I care? He went, he went, apparently he wanted to go play with Devin Leary. Maybe he takes pictures of his junk. I don't know. Yes, sir. You, you, I mean, they go to your school because they can uh, drink tequila and get arrested. That's 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 part of the thing. Well, as long as March two, sometimes players recruit other players. That has to be the only thing I can figure out with that one. So when I mean, just a minute, Jack. It's better to be the second running back at Kentucky than the man at South Carolina. Who said he would have been the man at South Carolina? He couldn't Uh, even penetrate the East Carolina defensive front. I mean, why would we going, want him, really? I mean, he would have probably been a backup player, too. So you're going to say you'd rather play a, back, a quarterback that can never find his way on the field. He has to do – I mean, and then a Division two running back him. I mean, his numbers are pretty good in Division two. Most Kentucky fans don't know that Kentucky has a football team, sir. They're all just standing out there hoping to have something to watch so they can go watch John Calipari fail again. At least in South Carolina, they give a shit about football. No one cares at Kentucky. He he doesn't care enough to even respond to that. So, yeah, let's move on. Uh, we got move on. I mean, look, I'm not hanging up on him. It's just he's he's not there. Just most most Kentucky fans would tell you they'd much rather have a basketball championship than to care about football. It's <laughs> the way it is. Ask the average Kentucky Kentucky team there, Kentucky fan. You have some that won't, that care about the football team, but the majority of them, they'd rather go to the Final Four than than have a great football team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, Hunter says, "Does Rob drive for Swan?" No, this is a Swan golf hat, sir. Swan golf hat. Swanee golf hat. Yeah. Thank you, dear. All right, anyway, uh, Jackpot, we have to uh, put a couple things out there. First of all, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill. You can get in the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. The link is in the bio. Uh, Get in it. Get in it now. Get your spot. We're hoping to have over, what, a huge jackpot. I had a huge jackpot last year. It's 20 bucks for the entire season, and uh, we will uh, pick 10 games a week and the Kale Hall shitter. And it's not that far off, Jackpot. Got to get in now, right? That's it. And and I want to put something out there too. I was in the midst of doing a video on this today, and then I already did yesterday, and I I didn't publish it. It, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to, um, the way I wanted to word it. But uh, I'm giving. I've got a coupon this year. Carolina Jackpot's giving you a coupon, twenty five percent off. To get into the contest for verified college football YouTubers. You got to be a verified college football YouTuber 
you're getting in that contest for 15 bucks. I'm going to boot the other five, take care of it for you. Um, because you guys, you know your stuff. So I want you to come in and put your money where your mouth is. It's only going to take a few minutes of your time every week. We need to get some BBD action in there. I want to get some pigskin peat action. I want to get some Uncle Lou action. Maybe some sea dog action. I know Twisted Rooster will get in. Um, $15 for verified college football YouTubers. You have to put the name of your channel uh, in when you send me your money so I can go check it out. And I will go check it out. And if you bullshit me, I'll request another five dollars from you and if i don't get it we're just gonna kick you on out and you just won't participate but um i think that's a great deal i think it's a nice uh, olive branch to extend to our friends in the college football youtube community um to let you in for a reduced rate uh and you get to be part of the thing in carolina jackpot the giving um soul that i am it's christmas in july i mean exactly there's is helping out the uh the youtubers of course bvd is a verified college you are a verified uh college football youtuber yeah of course so you gotta you gotta you gotta go on there no one has to vouch for bvd are you out of your mind so if we got a hundred a hundred a hundred college football youtubers in there That'd be 500 bucks that I'm booting out, or booting out but hey, um, or that I'm footing uh, the bill on. But hey, if, you know, could you imagine how large our pot would be uh, to go to the winner? The link is in the description, sir. Just go and uh, check out the link. It's in the description for the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. I'd love to see us give away over $3,000 this year. That would be uh, amazing. It's probably going to happen, and uh, I, I got to put this out there too. We are doing a live show the Friday after Thanksgiving that will be at Callaway's, and I I haven't told you this yet, Jackpot, but I have a special courier that is on its way from the Bluegrass State uh, with our friend Big Barney Ross, who is sending us a batch of his finest bourbon, three great bottles of bourbon that we are going to auction off at the uh, the Callaway's live show uh, to benefit Pace Academy, which uh, they do lots of things to uh, to help young folks overcome obstacles and uh, and get a good education. So that's basically what they do. And Big Barney Ross is sending it by courier, sending us some uh, of his finest bourbon, and um, we're going to auction that off at the live show. So that's going to be really, really great, and we appreciate Callaway's for sponsoring the show. Um, Mike Bridges says Mrs. Jackpot heard Jackpot say he was footing the bill and she came out. She, she that you, you're correct on that. She keeps a uh, tight, tight hold on that checkbook, sir. Tight. Exactly. I had to beg for some ramen noodles today, but I, so, I got them finally. Lisa asked, will Comrade be there? Look, we sent a message to Comrade about it and Com- I can read Comrade's response. I've asked, are you coming to the live show? And he says, just to fight people. So apparently, Comrade is going to uh, fight people at the live show. That's what he said to me. I don't know. Is he talking about verbally or physically? Oh, Comrade Comrade can't fight anybody physically. Are you out of your mind? (laughs) That's not happening. (laughs) But no, I, I, comrade may make an appearance. Uh, I, I hope that he does. We'll, we shall see. Uh, also, we have Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. 
Uh, Fireslide chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. All right. All right. Let's see what kind of chat we got this evening over here. Um, it sucks to be a Gamecock. My, te- my team was picked third at SEC Media Days in the East. We think that is the standard. We are a gong show. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking. Yeah, I think that's what that – I think that is what uh, Bluegrass Sports Media is a little bit salty about. I think that's right. what put a burr in his saddle at South Carolina was picked uh, to finish ahead of Kentucky by the media. And, I mean, granted, you may have some homers who throw some picks in there, at, at members of the media. And I'm, but, I mean, that's your entire that's your entire pool there. So, I mean, it should come out to be, you know, fairly – fairly logical if you put that in the mix um but when i get messages from i don't know we won't we won't out the person who sent me this message but the message was they'll let just about anybody in here right with a clip from someone that probably shouldn't be there at sec media days uh yeah uh who knows I, i from what i heard the tennessee contingent was uh was was down there showing out they're all jacked up they didn't get uh all they got's probation so they think they can go to to media days and raise hell so congrats to them lots of tennessee folk there and i think that's why uh there's certain players that got with milton at third team i think that's part of that well their mouths might be writing a check their ass can't catch Billy says Rob got in at ACC Media Days. Uh, sir, I'm credentialed by the SEC and the ACC. Nice try, though. It was on the radio. Yeah, I mean, nice try. I get, I get, I get. If I want to go to SEC Media Days, I can. If I want to go to ACC the kickoff, I can. Sorry. Uh, BVD says he sent his money in. There you go. Awesome. <clears throat> All right, we'll have to see uh, how he does. Josh says uh, Kentucky was picked to finish second last year. The media picks really don't matter that much. You, sir, are correct because there is a lot of folks that are down that go to media days that they're going to pick Alabama, LSU, Georgia, not that they don't need to be picked, but they'll overlook certain teams. Uh, We've talked about Mizzou on the program, how they constantly get overlooked. Yep. I mean, this happens, Jackpot. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, they picked them to finish sixth, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not correct, or if I'm not mistaken, they're picked to finish sixth. I'm, I'm not. I'm kind of bullish on Mizzou this year. I really am, and 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 and, and you know, you know how that you know <laughs> that's one of my teams that I will, I will pull for them when they're not playing the Gamecocks, but. This is not me being a homer. Uh, they return a nucleus of that defense. Uh, that offense has got to be better. Um, we're having a bad storm up here. Yeah, I've got a bad, bad echo too. Yeah, um, let's add, let's add go dogs to the mix here, Jackpot. Um, hey, what's the program? Hey, what you got for the program? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? What's up? Yeah, I was just gonna ask y'all. Um, do y'all think George is gonna three-peat this year? Uh, I mean, we'll have one of our full picks coming up, but uh, I think that the only thing that's going to stop Georgia is Georgia themselves. They've got talent on top of talent. Uh, 
I think that can stop them, and I think Mike Bobo could screw them over too. So yeah, I, they've I got like, every, they got everything they need. Yeah, I like our chances of three pit, although it hasn't been done since like the 1930s. So, but I mean, I mean, it's hard to do that, but Georgia has the team that that could do it. They really could. Even oh, I though, definitely think we do. I definitely think we do. I don't. I mean, you have to bring in a new. You got a new quarterback that's going to be starting. New offensive coordinator. But when you have that much five-star talent all the way around you, you can uh, you can mask and camouflage some of those things. Yeah, I mean, we still have the same talent. You know, we've had the last two, the two years. You know, last two years, still have Kirby Smart. I mean, I think I think we'll run. You know, I think we'll beat everyone in the regular season. And you know, I think we I think we do it. I think we three peak because I mean we just got the best team again. So you know. And, you know, Ohio State, you know, they um, they got questions at quarterback, and they were the team that almost beat us last year. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I think, LSU, I think LSU's got a good shot. But, I mean, even then, you know, they're still not, you know, I don't think they're equal with us. So, I mean, we'll see, but, you know. I It wouldn't surprise me if we had an LSU-Georgia repeat in the SEC championship game or LSU yeah. or, excuse me, Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, I don't think there's not, a team in the East that can – can go toe to toe with Georgia and win, though. Although, when you really stop and think about it, you know that there. No one thought that uh, South Carolina was going to win last year against Tennessee. I mean, you have to go out there and actually play. I think if the game, the game with South yeah, Carolina yeah, might be more true. interesting if it were at South Carolina. But who knows, man? I mean, I, I I bank on what we know with Georgia. They've got a lot of talent. There are questions, though, on the offensive side of the ball. Rob, do you, Rob, think, do you not think Auburn has a chance to make it to Atlanta to the SEC championship game this year? Yeah, if they or buy not. some tickets now, that way they can get there. They can have good seats. Yeah, <laughs> I, of course Auburn can go. You get in early now, you can buy your seats. They may be sitting up in the nosebleed, but they can get themselves some good tickets to watch LSU or Alabama in the SEC championship game. Of yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Go ahead and do that. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's gonna. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be a good game, but hey, you might as well go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All, all right, well, else, sir. No, that's all I have for tonight. Thank you all, and um, have a good night. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, when you asked me about what we wanted to talk about tonight, we were, uh, you know, I told you about some locks uh, for the over-under, so I wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, all right, what do you got? You, you said that your SEC team that you think is going to beat the lock uh, over-under. Which one? Or the, well, this is, this is well, no, these are just my locks as far as the over-under. Um, over in the ACC, you got Florida State. They got them at nine and a half wins. Um, I like the under on that. I, I'm telling you, I think that's a lot. Uh, they're not beating LSU. I do not think they're beating Clemson in um, week four. Excuse me, week four. And I think they lose another game to the schedule, at least one more game there somewhere at some point during the season. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm not sold on them. I, I'm really not. Um, you know, they taught returning production, yada, yada, yada. I mean, this team, you know, they, they barely got by a, hor- a terrible Florida team last year. And, yes, I know Gamecocks had a rough one there. Um, but 
you know, I mean, if, if we're talking about Florida State being a conference champion playoff contender, I mean, I, I just don't see it. And I mean, the way they played against Clemson last year, I, I'm not impressed with them. Just really not. All right, well, my pick for the ACC is the team that uh, should go over is a Wake Forest. Every year they've got Wake Forest at five, six wins. This year they've got them at five and a half. Uh, Dave Clawson's a hell of a coach, and he'll get six wins out of whoever. And uh, I think that um, when you step back and look at it, I don't think their schedule is that brutal this year. I'm checking it out right now. But I looked at it before. They I have. Think they uh, missed, I think they missed UNC this year. Mm-hmm. But they they have their non-conference schedule. I don't think is that brutal this year. I'm checking it to make sure here. But let's see. They do have Clemson, which Clemson has kind of owned them here recently. Um, but the rest of their schedule is it's not anything that you're going to look at and be like, okay, this is not a schedule where they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, I know that, man, come on. thing is being slower than all get out tonight. So their schedule, they start with, they start with Elon. Then they play Vanderbilt, Old Dominion, and then uh, Georgia Tech as their, uh, their four, I guess, non-conference games of the season there. Uh, Georgia uh, Tech's game in that, sir. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Anyway, Clemson after that, and then Virginia Tech, who I think is going to be a shit show. Uh, Pittsburgh, Florida State. Then they've got Duke, NC State, Notre Dame, and Syracuse. I think that they win the first. They may start the season 4-0. And after that, I mean, they'll pick up two wins somewhere, I'm sure. I think that's that's my over my over pick for the ACC. Do you have one for the SEC jackpot? Um, hold on just a second here. I'm, I'm trying to, to here. I'll I'll, I'll go with mine. Aesthetically pleasing for the audience. Um, well, I'll go with mine while Jackpot gets himself squared away there. When I when I look at the SEC, you know, people talk about Vanderbilt at three and a half. That's the easiest way to to go there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if we're taking a team other than Vanderbilt. You know, you've got to look at South Carolina at six and a half. I think South Carolina wins seven games, at least seven games. So I'm, I'm going to take the Gamecocks there. And I kind of like Mizzou, too, at six and a half. I'll tell you, um, also, there's a there's a um, number there that a lot of people are saying, go bet the mortgage on it, go bet your vacation money on Vanderbilt. Over three and a half wins, and I'm telling you, not so fast, my friend. Um, this team lost Ray Davis, their leading rusher, uh, over a thousand something yards last year. Huge, huge cog in their offensive wheel. They don't really have anybody to replace them that's viable. Um, and here's the thing they won two SEC games last year, but the Florida game was given to them. Uh, Florida made a lot of mistakes in that, some turnovers, a block punt, I believe. Those things aren't always going to happen in your favor. Uh, and the other SEC teams know that, you know, Vanderbilt's are capable of winning a conference game now. I think when you play them, 
those teams are going to put the pedal to the metal just a little bit more than what they have been in the past. So I think they kind of regress a little bit. I'm saying this team goes three and nine. I think they beat uh, Hawaii, Alabama, A&M, and I, I think they win at UNLV. Uh, I don't think they're beating Wake Forest, and I don't think they beat anybody in the conference. Uh, some some people are, are saying they're even going to beat Kentucky at home or Mizzou at home. I, I, you know, Mizzou's defense is, is way too good uh, for an untested Vanderbilt offense. Uh, they're not beating Kentucky. I think Kentucky's offense is going to be much improved uh, and will probably uh, put a beating on Vanderbilt, quite honestly. Um and then the rest of it's pretty tough. I mean, they're not beating Georgia, obviously. They're not beating Tennessee, obviously. And they're not beating my Gamecocks. Uh, they're, you're not coming to Williams, Bryce, and Whitman. And I'm not so delusional that I'll think that streak against them is going to last forever. But I do feel like when it does finally end, it'll end in Nashville, not in uh, Columbia. So. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to do. Uh, and, and the, the UNLV game on the road, you laugh, but that's no given. Uh, UNLV is coached by a legitimate Power Five coach uh, in Barry Odom, um, who was most recently the DC at Arkansas. And I know our friends at the Mazad Cast weren't very high on Barry Odom, especially the last uh, couple of years there. I, I think he was uh, maybe kind of like the Midwestern version of uh, Will Muschamp. Uh, anyway, uh, dude, um, you know. They beat Vanderbilt the only time that they've ever played, which was in 2019. UNLV actually came to Nashville and won 34 to 10. So, Vic Tube joins the show. What's up, buddy? What's up, yeah, what's up guys? Uh, yes, at the uh, yeah, it was at the uh, the uh, the uh, slob softball game yesterday. Yeah, we had a uh, a real good time. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and the uh, team Raj uh, beat. Team Fools, um, eighteen to nine. So, and uh, and and uh, yeah, I did see uh, see um, Jack Potts video about that uh, Clemson player who, who was uh, got kicked off the team. What was uh, taking a uh, picture of the players' dunk, junk? I just thought thought that that was really sick and disturbing. This yeah. disturbing. I mean, I I can't. I, I don't. I don't. I can't wrap my head. I don't mean that literally, but that I can't wrap my mind around what in the world uh, some people just you know have going through theirs. It's it's insane. Yeah. Any thoughts on this, uh, Rob? Well, I've already said what I what I can say. I would say oh. earlier, not on the team anymore. I don't know what else okay. you want. I don't. I don't get all that. So, I mean, okay. what happened? So. I mean, yeah, and, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know how you know, of kicking him off the team. Father this thing will probably, if it'll just be dropped now, or you know, <laughs> if there'll be some legal repercussions. I, I don't know if you'll hear more of it. I mean, he could, he could potentially face some criminal charges for that. You could. Yeah. And here's the other thing too. What if some player comes out and says, uh, "Hey, that's my penis that <laughs> this guy sent these pictures out to, and I don't appreciate it, and I want to press charges." Yeah, I know. You absolutely could do that. So, yeah, I mean, there's that, that. That's something that realistically could happen. Hey, that's my yes. that's my wiener. I don't want it out there on that stuff. Yeah, that could happen. Well, it's, I mean, it's sexual harassment. So yeah. So as a 
uh, as a uh, Georgia fan, I can't really say nothing because we had like a uh, few years ago, we had the uh, Georgia football program. It was like this uh, this uh, equipment manager that like had like a uh, hidden camera in the, in the shower. Uh, so, yeah. You can go across the country. It's not just Clemson fans or Clemson team or any other team. There's, there's shitheads everywhere. We can goof one way or another, but in the end, there's shitheads everywhere. So yeah, and I'm not blowing off. I'm, I mean, he uh, he got kicked off the team. He can't go back in the locker room again. And hey, if someone wants to come with those charges, I think they should be heard. And uh, you know, whatever the whatever the legal precedent is for that. I'm not a, I think, I think those charges will stand firm. And I think they'll stand tall. We move on. Vic, too. Yeah, and, yes. And uh, since talking about, um, SEC media days. So, uh, so uh, how about, um, uh, real quick, let me give y'all what I think is going to be the order of, uh, finish for the East and the West. Well, so I got, they, are you, are you talking about what you think the media is going to pick? Cause they've already put that no, out. I meant what, 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 but yeah. Oh, what your ballot would be. Got it. Yes, yeah, so I guess I'd have one Georgia, two Tennessee, and then South Carolina, and then Kentucky, then Florida, and then Mizzou, and then Vandy. And then over on the West, I would have LSU, and then Bam, and A&M, what? and then Arkansas, and then Auburn, and Mississippi State. Why do you think that... Um... Florida would finish higher than Missouri. Just question. Well, um, well, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really know. It's just a, uh, it's just a, uh, uh, a uh, feeling, you know. I mean. Well, there you go. Uh, he, yeah. Vic Tube has the Gamecocks finishing third, Mizzou sixth. Yeah. All right, your your connection's kind of poppy there, Vic Tube. So we're gonna move on. All right, you're kind of popping in. All right. Now. All right, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. All right, let's get Harry. Rat Dog over in the uh, comment section says that uh, gay people can play football too. Sure, (laughs) they can. You remember Michael Sam? Yeah. He was a hell of a a defense lineman. uh, You remember when he got drafted? uh, When uh, he and his boyfriend were feeding each other cake? Well, he. He led the as he led the conference in sacks. I know. I mean, it wasn't like when he stepped on the field. He led the conference in sacks. So I don't know. Look behind, look behind my shoulder. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's it's that's pretty like, ziggy. Like a dingo. A Watch dingo. out! He's gonna eat your baby. Big Bonnie um, super chat says, "Take the under on Boston College." Very that's good. That's my sir. dingo. Take my dingo. All right, Harry Leg joins the program. What do you got, man? Uh, not a whole lot. How y'all tonight? How are you, uh, sir? We're going to make Good it. Good evening, Matt. Yeah, we'll make it. Uh, recruiting is for the month of July. been on fire across the country. Uh, the five stars and four stars dropping like flies. Uh, Bama got in there late. Speak for yourself, <laughs> <laughs> well, Bama got in late to the party, and uh, uh, now they're on flip. Everybody's on flip alert because uh, that's how they're going to be able to 
complete another stellar mm -hmm. class, they're going to have to flip some of these top guys because Georgia's getting the, the number 16 guy tomorrow. And uh, uh, he ain't the last. Uh, so that's I, I'm, I'm super optimistic about the future. Super I appreciate uh, I appreciate the talk about recruiting, but for me, it's like, who do you get in December or right on signing day? Because in July, none of that matters because they can. They, these are eighteen-year-old kids, and they can opt out at the drop of a hat. Or someone could come to them from a program and be like, "Oh, wow, you really developed this year, and uh, you have a a three hundred thousand dollar NIL deal over there. What if we got you four fifty? True enough." I'm an 18 year old kid and I can get 450 and go somewhere else. Bye. Especially when that's, I mean, think about that. That's like for some kids, $450,000 is life changing money for them. For a lot of these, Absolutely. so I can go and get that kind of money. That's why it's like all this stuff with, I posted something on the Facebook page. It's just July. It doesn't matter until they sign in November. And then after that, or December, whenever it is, and then then you got to worry about keeping them there, and making sure they stay even once they sign and come on campus. I mean, it is a it's a tough road right now as far as getting and keeping talent. I believe that you're going to witness a paradigm shift in all of this, Rob, uh, and we're seeing it at Georgia, and you're going to see it at many other programs, and you will see it at Clemson as well, right. where the top the, the teams program too clemson's has a problem because dabble sweeney refuses to use the transfer portal so well, their, their their talent that they're getting it's all in recruiting they're not implementing and then supplementing it somewhere else and eventually it's going to catch them well the paradigm shift that i'm talking about is uh kids who are geared just a little bit differently where they stay in the long term the long game as opposed to the instant game and uh uh it would appear that uh georgia's doing a pretty good job of identifying those kids <laughs> that see who's getting drafted because that's the paycheck that changes lives there that 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 initial signing bonus that instantly changes lives if you have if you go high and uh hell for like you say 450 Geez, uh, that's a signing bonus down to what level? I'm, I'm not aware of how that works. I can agree with you on that, but on the other end, only a slight percentage, uh, a slight percentage of players go to the NFL. But if I'm if I'm a a right tackle and I'm I, I'm good enough to go to a Power Five school, and I'm getting three hundred thousand to go to Arizona. And I can get four fifty to go to Arizona State. I'm gonna go to Arizona State. Oh no! All teams are not recruiting the same players. Some say they are. Some get listed when two four seven puts their list out. Oh, here's his top ten and all that crap. But in reality, the reality of it is that targeted kids have been so well screened now uh, at the elite levels campuses and our programs rather uh to such an extent that uh the miss ratio is rapidly declining although you're still seeing some movement uh uh not you're not going to be 100 percent anything but uh uh and georgia's not going to be 100 percent of course not 
And Barry Alexander is a prime example. But he'd already poisoned the locker room because he was looking for the NIL, and he wanted it now, just like what you said. So that's why he's at Southern Cal, and he's in a – how, how could he poison a locker room that won the national title? He didn't poison shit. He was just a dickhead, and now he's going somewhere else. He didn't. He didn't. Well, when I when I say that, Rob. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. I want you here. to understand my poison a locker room if you won the national title. Well, he didn't contribute to it very much. Number one. Number two. All he wanted to talk about was somebody's going to offer him more NIL money and he wasn't going to work as hard as the rest of them. So instantly the teammates turned on him. He saw his playing time limited greatly and he was asked pretty much, go ahead and find a new home. And his daddy did or agent, whatever he is. uncle. <laughs> but they're, you know, they got what they got. Good for them. I don't care. I don't, I don't care which one of them we get, which one of them we don't. Uh, because that way for a lot of players. Well, he's not he's never gonna be a superstar at Southern Cal playing that position uh, the way that he could have at Georgia. No, he's not gonna have the coaching. That's the bottom line. He's not. <laughs> and people that you know, the casual fans do not grasp the importance of that. They don't do play you? they don't play defense out there. They don't give a fuck, bro. They're gonna get took to school when they get up there in that big one G. I guarantee, because the lines of scrimmage up there are very similar to the SECs in many instances. And uh, it, they play, uh, if you don't have it, if you don't have the 300 guys, 300 pound guys, you are going to get pummeled. And yeah, you might have some skill, uh, one or two skill guys. Well, one or two skill guys might get hurt. Then what you got? Okay. <laughs> Comes to death. Uh, not everybody has it. Some do, some don't. But, uh, yeah, some of us suffer from lack of depth. <laughs> lack of depth, lack of depth, lack of depth, lack of depth. Lack of depth. <laughs> but uh, I heard something interesting about Clemson, Rob. What was that? Uh, a I was in a discussion uh, last night uh, with some industry people, and uh, he's got you guys pegged as having the number one defensive line. <laughs> college football football and i disputed that but uh uh i thought that might give you some uh cause you well, to think a little can, bit we can sit here and talk about all that but in the end um as, i'm tired of certain players and and certain players at clumps and think oh my goodness they're going to be this guy's going to be great on the line and that you know i just go out there and, and fucking play do, do what LeVon Kirkland did at Clemson. I tell you what. He walked out on the field, and he's, you know, he went and earned his spot playing for Coach Ford. Go out there and just knock somebody in the damn mouth. Do that and stop with this nonsense of, you know, trying to show out for Instagram and everything else. If you want to make it to the NFL like the LeVon Kirklands and, and those guys, go out there and hit somebody. That's what's going to get you in the NFL, not how big your social following is. No one gives a shit. Can you go out there and hit somebody in the face when you get to the college football playoff and you're matched up against a Georgia or an Alabama or whatever? Can you win your matchup there? Can you make Nick Saban have to plan for what this guy's going to do to you? Can we run plays away from him because he's going to eat up that entire line of the side of the line of scrimmage? That's what you need to do. But then these people blow this hype up that these folks. Really? 
it's just at this point, go out there and make plays, and we'll see what happens. Now, if you'll remember last year, it was one of the games. I think it may have been the Florida game. Uh, I mean, I was absolutely losing it during that game and just yelling at those <laughs> players as if they could hear me. I mean, I was losing it. I was like, you bunch of pussies. I'm like, go out there and fucking hit somebody. Yeah, it was, it was brutal, man. I, I was, I think I might have had a mini aneurysm that night. I watched a little bit of that game. Golly. Xavier Thomas is one of the big ones on this. This guy was supposed to be an all-world player. We were told he is a generational talent. That's what we were told. He's had one good play that I remember. He is all world. The world is his living room. <laughs> He's had one great play, in my opinion, and that was the, in, against Syracuse when he got the sack to uh, help seal that game. Other than that, what has he shown on the field? He's more he's, effective at getting that explorer back that got stolen from him than he wasn't anything on the oh field. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying it comes down to it. You, you got to go out and, and and especially on the defensive line. Now, Coach Eason's not going to put up with anybody's bullshit. We know that. Absolutely. Pretty good on record with that. So I think the, the Clemson defensive line is not going to be an area where we think, okay, this is going to be a cause for concern. Um. I don't think the defensive side of the ball is really going to be that big of a a big drop down this season. I think with Clemson, it's going to come down to I don't know who their best receiver is, <laughs> um, and I'm not very sure on the offensive line. And Klubnik's got to do something besides running around like he's uh, got poison ivy on his feet. <laughs> That's well, the thing. Have y'all not well, been able to glean any uh, uh, player workout info? From anybody or anything like well, that. I've heard that I've heard that uh, the third string running back for Clemson squatted 700 pounds, but he may not see the field this year. So I, I don't know. I mean, you hear well, that the third string running back for Clemson. The the I can't remember his name, but there's video out there that he he, he squatted 700 pounds. Moffa, not Moffa. That's the kid behind Moffa. I got to look it up. But Jesus he squatted 600 pounds and. That's all well and good, but he's five five or something like that. I mean, he's not, you know, he if he, he'll see the field, but it'll be in mop up duty. Or if Shipley gets hurt and then he comes up to he's the number, on, he's on, he's on the gas, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Still, mm-hmm. wow. Anything y'all else? Have to, nah, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm starting to echo. It sounds like so. Uh, y'all have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks. Somebody ask about that. At least if I can find it really quick here, because I think I mean this is something that I heard and I I, I think I saw it too. Uh, uh, there it is. Here it is. This is from July seventh, um, and I can show you this because it's right here. It says, known but to his teammates as Quadzilla, Dominique Thomas. They shared a video. Here it is. It's his own video. Uh, here, I can, I can show this jackpot because this is from Twitter. We're not going to get caught for this, are we? I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. I mean, it, it's it's his own Twitter page. So, And this is from USA Today. So let's see here. Easy 700 this morning. Oh, Go, 
No, he okay, deadlifted. He deadlifted. Deadlift. Deadlift. I'm sorry. I, I mixed okay, my I was about to say. Why? My fault. So, yeah, there's that. So, he deadlifted 700 pounds. Well, that's wonderful and all, but, I mean, that... Uh, Congratulations on that, I guess. I don't know. Let's see here. Jerry says, Rob, would you do a video of our your workouts? Why do you want to see me work out? What the hell? That's that's kind of strange. What kind of bar was that? Looked at, what no, they stand was he standing in the middle of it? I don't know. You stand in the middle of it, I don't know. And there were handles on it. I've never seen anything like that. I don't know. <coughs> like, well, I just use a standard bar, but I've seen people use those. I I don't know. <clears throat> so there's that. All right. Well, we've had a good show, Jackpot. People need to get into the contest. The link is there. Uh, we appreciate Big Barney Ross for sending his courier with uh, some of his best bourbon that we're going to auction off at the live show. Get uh, in the contest, college football YouTubers, $15 entry fee. And when I say, I was asked in the comment section several times what I mean by verify, that you make videos. I have to be able to go over there and look at, what, at your channel and see that you have videos on it. I mean, that's pretty much basically it. Elijah says, when, when is when, the cutoff? Well, the cutoff is... We're the cutoff is uh, September the 2nd, which is that Saturday of week one of the noon games. Nobody, no entries after that point. Now, we are picking the week zero games. Remember that. So, if you get in the contest early enough to pick those games, then you have a chance. Well, there's seven games that Saturday. You could go seven and zero, oh, and you've got a sizable lead on someone who didn't get into the contest <clears throat> until week one. Everybody last year, I think, was pretty much in there at week zero, weren't they? Yeah, I don't think anybody else entered after that. But I mean, it's like um, when it comes down to it, you just, just get in the damn contest. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's uh, not really. All right. Well, we've had a great show. <laughs> the folks who showed up this evening and uh, we appreciate y'all as always. Once again, yeah, big Barney Ross sending us the bourbon from his collection. Um, some of I got, I know one of the, what was one of the names of the bourbon? Hold on. I'll, I've got it right here. Yeah. He's, it's some Blanton's that he's sending us. Uh, also some of his, uh, his award-winning barbecue sauce. He's sending us some of that too. Some Blanton's, some Eagle rare and Weller, the Weller special reserve. Um, that'll be coming our way to auction off for charity. And by the way, Big Barney Ross also has on the Robin Kale Show website um, a review of Old Granddad 114. Find out if you should buy and drink the Old Granddad. I don't know if I'm going to drink Old Granddad or not, but Big Barney Ross says you get a lighter fluid cinnamon accompanied by vanilla pudding, caramel, and a trace of baking spices. Read the rest of his blog at our uh, page, robinkaleshow.com. All right, Jackpot, good show, man. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, Lisa says, will this be autographed? Yeah, we'll have Big Barney Roth sign it uh, before it gets sent down here. All right, appreciate you guys. We'll see you later on. <laughs>